happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Good people. <clears throat> Sorry for the delay. But we ain't never late with Facebook hating on us so hard. So hard. A little blue right now. Got out of jail. A very minor offense. I haven't done thing that I'm aware of. There she go. There she go. Pretty live, Tiff, just so you know. I, I noticed that. What's going on? Man, I'm too blue. Joe, that shit just blue. Anyway. That's what I told you. If this hint to y'all, please go on YouTube and subscribe, subscribe, because Facebook ain't it. Joe, I just got off, off, off out of jail. After what, last week? I ain't so, said I don't even know what you in jail for this time, right? You just... I'm not in jail. I'm not in jail. Thing. I can comment. I can post. It's, I don't know if Facebook got this new thing where they restrict for uh certain shit, I guess. You know what I'm saying? They don't oh, wow. as to why. So, I've been good all day long. And then late early today, I, saw, I was trying to watch somebody else's live. And uh, when I watched their live, it said, you can't go live. And I'm like, I can't go live. I ain't even, I'm trying to watch somebody else live. So that's when I kind of figured something, something was up. But this time, unlike last time, it let me start everything. I'm saying the setup and everything like normal. And then as you see, when we tried, it wouldn't let me go. So I had to go jump on the bat phone, the bat signal up, get shot. <laughs> let me use this. You know, he was chilling. He was on vacation. He thought I wasn't going to bother him, but man, Joe, Facebook. Behavior. I can't if I got to deal with, with Sean as a week, I'm going to have to take a, a, a hiatus. Last week, she did. <laughs> exactly. Let me tell you what she did to me last week, Joe. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, Lord. Listen, listen. <laughs> I thought, I thought we was just having a show on the discussion. You know, I mean, a, a discussion on the show. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I thought that's all it was. It's good fun and entertainment and shit. But the next thing I know, this is what I heard. It is. Hold on. No, that ain't what it hard. This is what I heard. Hold on. I've been waiting to say this all year. And I'm going to say it. All right. And this is a good time. Get us. Now, you got to show that when he kicked the rev out. That's how you got to do it. He be like, Rev, don't let the door knob hit you with a good split. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. See, we ain't, we ain't in the same room today. Katif, Katif got her people at the crib. So as soon as she come on the live, they already got a show going on over there. <laughs> Stressing me out. Like, dude, what the fuck? I just sat here for a minute just listening. Like, what the fuck they arguing about? How many people over there? That's <laughs> me and him, two other people. Oh, okay. I was like, damn, y'all, we finna have we finna have a whole different kind of show today, huh? <laughs> you good? Yeah, yeah. He just, you know, ain't no pleasing family, man. You know what I'm saying? You damn if you do, damn if you don't. How many glasses of the wine you know already? This is the first one. I'm gonna try to be cool tonight. <laughs> she came in the show stressed. Let me make sure I take it tonight. I don't want no smooth. <laughs> Not tonight. What's happening though? How you feel? How your week been other than your goddamn it, your last few 10 minutes? Uh good. Just busy. Um this by night. Good so far. I ain't got no complaints. What about you? Man, I had a good week just because I was with my babies. 
my lad, my youngest, she went, she got third place in a uh in a uh basketball, I guess, tournament for their school. Nice. So they lost one game in the playoffs, so they won the they, was it the first game, and then they ended up winning the consolation bracket. And then uh okay. my oldest made the basketball team, she made the freshman team. Get it. You know what I'm saying? So she was really doubt herself because she ain't worked, she ain't practiced none all summer, and she ain't played basketball in about two years. So, oh, wow! But I don't. Nobody made it though. I think it's one of them. Said, well, then she gonna prove herself if she gonna be to get back on next year. Yeah, she told me. She told me. She said, "I think everybody made it." I'm like, "Well, either way it go." You know what I'm <laughs> now you got to try to fight for playing time. You know what I'm they call you Bishop Lance. But they got they got to be Tammy. No, it was uh Duran. Oh, that's Duran. Yeah, that's my man. <laughs> What's you, going on? You used to do lives uh in the morning. What happened to your lives you used to do? I used to be catching them in the morning doing lives and shit. Who else up in here? Hey, what up, baby? How you feel, Joe? You know what I'm saying? My man BFP. I see Tammy up in here. Tommy up in his boy. Yeah, Tammy always fucking with us. We sure appreciate man. Man, it's been a it's been a full week. Last week seemed kind of slow, but this week it's been somewhat everything happened. It seems like as soon as we got off the air. I'm talking about a little bit of everything happening. Hello. You been keeping up with shit or you been busy? Yeah, I've been um I've been watching the trial, the Cal Rittenhouse trial. I was trying to keep with the Amar Arbery trial, but they haven't all the way been showing what's going on with that because they more focused on Kyle's trial. Um, you know, I watched the Yay interview. I think that was the next day after our show, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. that was Epic, to say the least. Hey, Luanda. What you got on? What's, uh, what's going on with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial besides his uh, epic failure to try to cry and shit? <laughs> Man, um, so much more came out. See, that's why it's important. And that's why it was important for me. One of the big reasons why I wanted to go to law school. Because I just think most people aren't privy to really how the law, how the legal system works. So a lot of times when you're seeing people reactions to stuff, and I mean, obviously I've been guilty of it as well. It's based on emotion and what you think happened. And so now I kind of understand what people be saying when they be like, wait and see kind of stuff. Like, I don't think that's always applicable, but whatever. There's so much more information that's coming out in the trial that I didn't know before. And so, and like clearing up stuff that we heard that has proven to not fully have been true. So I think, I think dude getting off. I bet and, 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 and rightfully so kind of like based on what's coming out in this trial, it was self-defense. Now caveat to that is right. He shouldn't have took his ass there. Like, you know, that's the part everybody keeps talking about, but that don't have nothing to do with the law. And people need to understand that it has not that does not have anything to do with the law. Now, granted, maybe there's a whole nother thing charged that he can be charged with for the fact that he was in possession of a firearm and he wasn't he legally supposed to have one. Um, that's a whole nother story. Once he got out there in that situation, he wasn't out there antagonizing or or being an aggressor or none of that. Um, he probably was being a little cocky. He probably was empowered by the fact that there was others like that, like him out there. Um, 
However, he wasn't out there with the intent to be on, you know, what the what the media was portraying, like he was on some mil some militia type. I mean, it was probably like a little small fraction of that overall, but he was literally out there like trying to help, I guess. Now, if I was his age, yeah, they got video of it. You know what I'm saying? Like he was literally out there, you know. I think it's something that we can't understand. He come from a whole different world, right? Right? We don't come from a world where that is what you're supposed to do is walk around with a gun. Like, it's a world where that's that's just how, that's like you leave the house, you get your keys, you get your wallet, you get your gun. There are people that that's, that's normal for them and it has nothing to do with them trying to like go out and harm anyone, but just them always wanting to have that protection. And I think he comes from that lifestyle. He comes from that. And that's what he's seen. And that's why he had his gun, but he didn't have his gun out there on some old. At least that's what's coming out in the trial. I'll say that. Oh, and it, it seems credible. It seemed like he was there to, to, to provide medical service. And he was, you know, trying to protect and put out fires and stuff. Like he thought he was doing his civic duty to protect that area. He had a connection to the area, which Everybody keeps talking about, well, he left Illinois to go to Wisconsin. Well, his dad lived there. He's He was he spent a, a, a half of his time in Kenosha. So he was very familiar with Kenosha. It was a, a, a community for him, um, as well as where he's from here in Illinois, because his mom and dad aren't married. Well, so um, go ahead. This, this is my thing. From the very beginning, I thought he was going to get off. Uh just from the video I saw where it looked like he was being chased and they were attacking him and trying to hit him with bottles and all that. And then he bucked at him. So just from the video I saw from the very beginning, I thought it was self-defense. The thing is, I know a, a lot of people feel like, and I, I was, uh, a lot of people feel like if he was a black man, he wouldn't get off. And there's definitely an argument to be made. For oh him. yeah. I mean, right. Uh, I mean, if you want to make that argument, yeah, right, that, that right. I don't, I won't deny that any day. However, um, if we just take that that aside, if we in the courtroom and we're a juror and we're just being faced with what's in front of us here, not thinking about if he was black, it's about what's legally then. So it's interesting, right? Because I think there's a there's a dual dynamic because the very it was a whole chain of events. So the, the very first guy he shot was definitely self defense. This guy wasn't even. Pro, and that's what I'm saying. We keep hearing protesters. He wasn't even a protester. He was some crazy ass homeless dude that had just got out the mental hospital. Like literally, he still had the bag. Like you know how you get your property bag after you get out of jail. Like he was like, and he lived on the street. So he was mentally ill. He was homeless. He was not out there protesting. He was just out there, and he was like, you know, apparently threatening dude. And he literally chased him and trying to take his gun and so that was self-defense now after that is when it gets tricky because then the other people that started coming after him they didn't know that he shot dude in self-defense they thought he was just on bullshit so they was chasing after him because they didn't want him to get away but from his perspective here comes someone else trying to attack you see what I'm saying? so it just got weird after that so like i will say those other two people 
but it's gonna all fall into it because the chain of events it go together you know what i'm saying it was self-defense i just i just people just need to understand it's like you said earlier the part about him i agree right bringing a gun across the state lines and all that that's a whole separate charge and he may still get charged with that or whatever yeah but as far as getting charged of murder or manslaughter anything along those lines it's self-defense he gonna beat that part and he may get hit with those other charges or whatever but uh this this is my thing and i and i said this on the post uh once you bring your gun outside you gotta be prepared to use it a gun ain't no thing you flash well he did he but, was prepared he used it <laughs> for all the consequences that come along with using that gun as well so dude all this crying and all that shit no nah, dog you want to be outside like a soldier that when it's time to go to court i need you to stand tall act like a soldier you bucked your gun like a soldier but, you but that's what i'm saying like did you watch the whole trial because in his mind he wasn't out there on those soldiers he was out there to help people and he had his gun because it was a dangerous situation and he like i say he come from a world where people carry their guns for protection don't have nothing to do Andy with Illinois. I, he he from both places. What do Andy I got to do? I'm because Illinois not an open carry state. So I'm, so I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people that he around. If he's open carry or not, they're used to having their. You could have your gun concealed, whatever the case may be. He comes. It looks like he comes from a world where that's just their. And this people that's like that for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's odd for us, but. They always have their gun with them. If it's open or whatever, if it's concealed in a holster, whatever the case may be. Now, as far as, and Sebastian said it, and he's right. That's what I'm saying. The media keeps switching this story. He, his, his mama did not buy him the gun. He did not bring the gun across state lines. His friend bought the gun for him locally. It wasn't his mother. It was his friend because his friend testified. Now he still knew that he wasn't legally supposed to have it though, because it was oh. something weird where he couldn't get a handgun. And it, so that's to me, at the, he's 17, but he's not the one who bought the gun. His friend bought it. I guess his friend might might have already been 18. But it that this I thought this was interesting to me. They need to really look into the gun laws because he was saying something like he couldn't get the handgun. But his friend could get the AR-15, which is fucking crazy, right? That somebody that age could go in a go in a gun store and they're not allowed to buy a handgun or a pistol, but they could buy an AR-15. Like that's insane. Now that's something about the gun laws that need to be checked because that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. NRA, NRA. But all I was simply saying was this: He's 17 years old. He outside patrolling the area. Right, which he shouldn't have been. Which he shouldn't so, have been. When I said he out there acting like a soldier, yes, he is. He out there acting like he part of the militia. Now, if he want to say that he thought he was helping, that's cool. I'm saying you're not in the military. You're not a part of a militia. So when you outside with your gun and you prepare to use it, then you got to be prepared for all consequences that come along with using that gun when you put yourself in a position that you were not supposed to be in. No one hired you to be there. Like I said, you're not a part of any government entity. So all this crying and blubbering on the stand, I ain't trying to hear nothing, especially since your white ass probably finna get get off. But I'm just not trying to see that. I got no sympathy for him if, if he don't get off. 
Joe, you, I, I ain't trying to hear you. Try, you out there trying to be a super cop. Like you out there trying to, you, you out there acting like you really, like you got some authority and you out there with your gun. And the reason you have your gun is because you know that as a white man, you're going to be allowed to carry your gun without being harassed by the police. And you think people are going to be scared of you because you got that gun. That's the only reason you walking around with that big ass AR. Because if you was trying to help people, what are you, you know, what, are, what part of your gun is helping people? Right. No, you out there acting like you really part of them. That's what all of them doing. All them, all them, all them good old, good old Americans, good old patriots. You know what I'm saying? Get out there and start talking about we protecting our just like when the the, the, the Latinos are doing it in their neighborhood. Y'all start toting y'all guns around. Y'all think y'all scam people. And sometimes you're gonna be forced to use that shit. When you bring your gun outside, that shit ain't for play play. And whatever comes Well, like I say, I huh? mean it's something to be said about it. I'm not defending Carol Rittenhouse, but um, hold on, what you know, um, them, um, them, you know, feeling like they want to protect their community, you know, that's a slippery slope because I know that that was a big part of what the Black Panther stood for. They was all about being showcased with their guns to protect their neighborhood, to protect the black people, and you know what I'm saying, and 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 maybe we need some more. Maybe we need some more of that. We need to be following suit. Cops. I'm the, sorry. The Black Panthers were protecting themselves from the cops. Right, but I'm just saying. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying that that was their reason. Then you got other people that they use that that same rationale for some other reason. These people was out there burning businesses. All kinds of stuff, and if you're a person that's that feel like that's your community, you don't want to see that happening, then you know. And I'm not agreeing with that. What I have done, hell no, I'm not gonna go out there and put myself in the middle of no bullshit like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not defending. I don't want it to seem like I am defending him for doing that, but that's kind of besides the point. You know what I'm saying? All I'm simply saying is I ain't saying he. Should. I just try to be objective and think how. It's a, it's a whole nother world of people that think differently, that move differently. He's and young. and he's young. And he thought, you know, that that has to be brought in mind, too. He was 17. So we all did stupid shit and had stupid okay. thought processes when we were 17. And that was stupid. He thought that he thought what he was doing was right, but it was stupid. But he he was a kid. Well, two things. And that and that's going the second thing is going to lead us into our next conversation. One. I never, I never, I didn't criticize him as far. I'm not criticizing him at all. He got the right to do, if he want to do that and it's legal, go right ahead. All I simply said was when you bring your gun outside, when you come outside with your weapon and you acting like you a soldier and you putting yourself in position, no one hired you to be in and you don't need to be in, then you got to take whatever come with that. So when they coming at you and you had to shoot them and now you on trial, don't cry. Don't cry. You didn't need to be there. You interjected yourself into a situation. That still don't make it not traumatic for you. I didn't say it wasn't traumatic. I said don't. Cry. Well, that's why he was. Well, he was Man, crying. No. I don't know if we're gonna call it crying because I ain't see one tear come out of his eye. But never the fuck. But but, but but he was reliving the situation, and regardless, it was traumatic to him. So it wasn't like how you go tell somebody don't cry. It, it looked like he wasn't trying to cry or whatever. And he just because you got overwhelmed with the you know what I'm saying he reliving it, and it's like. 
The same that's, way you still traumatic. ass outside with your AR-15, get your brave ass on stand and stop fucking hyperventilating. You was a big, brave motherfucker with your gun outside, running around the neighborhood, like you protecting that motherfucker. I want to see that bravery through and through. Don't go soft now. Nah. I don't want to see no hyperventilate for sympathy. I don't want to hear <laughs> none of that shit. You super cop. You protect. Yeah, that's what I think so too, Sebastian. Automatic weapon. I just want you to keep it thorough all the way through. Ain't nobody ask you to do that shit. Ain't nobody tell you put I your tape on. Ain't nobody call for you, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I, well, I don't feel no sorrow for you. I want you no hyperventilating. Keep it thorough all the way through. That's all I ask. And as far as the second thing I had to say, it leads me to our next conversation with what is the age of accountability? At what age do we hold people accountable for their actions? Because I see a lot of inconsistencies. I see yeah. It's gonna be inconsistent because it's gonna depend on what it is, you know what I'm saying? So how how do we say, for instance? Oh god, then we, we've had this conversation on this show already. God damn. And I don't get it. I don't I, I don't get how people sit so there. So you think us keep talking about it is gonna make a, a different stance? Example, how like Henry how was Henry Rubb, the dude who uh burnt his car? I mean that burnt his car, got into the car accident. Ain't he young as hell? I think he's he like 20, barely, 21 or something like that. He's like 21 years old. We got this kid. He's 17. You know what I'm saying? Numerous other teenagers. We say they adults. We try them for adults. We hold them accountable for their actions. Then in other situations, we be like, oh, it's usually when they're a victim or something. It's all oh, they're a kid. They're a kid. I'm like, what? So it seems to me the only divide line is like victim and an aggressor or act accuser don't say you the if you're the one who are, who are criminal you're more committed to crime then we hold you accountable and if you are i mean even even with that though it depends you are, that you a kid who just got yourself into a bad situation like that's that's how but even with it. even with that it depends sure don't seem like it most time it don't most uh yeah they take your age into consideration when a crime happens and I'm saying there's no level of consistency whatsoever. Because they, it depends on what it is, Lance. <laughs> how do we do that? So depending upon the crime. Yeah, yeah, because everything ain't black and white the way you want it to be. There's nuances into life. Everything ain't gonna just be when you get this age, it's like this hard, hard and fast rule. This it don't work like that. It don't work like that with anything, age, nothing. It all depends. So as so you 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 uh, almost so you finna be a start, graduate law school soon. You know what I'm saying? Kudos to that, by the way, goddammit. Uh, so you see my little lame law, law student. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a, it makes sense to you that <laughs> the same people who can be tried and held and talked about as adults for their crimes at 16, 17 years old can also be made a same logical argument why we should treat them like children and not hold them accountable. And we just basically picking and choosing when we choose to do so arbitrary. Yeah, because it depends. It ain't, and it ain't arbitrary neither. It just depends. Yeah, like, no, arbitrary is totally like, like literally we just grasping a straw. I don't think it's arbitrary, but it depends. I, I, well, so can you tell me some of the things that may sway you one? So you were law. What what may sway you one way or another to say? Well, for example, like okay, for example, if you're, let's say you're 15 and you commit a murder, right? Mm -hmm. 
it's going to depend on the severity and gravity of that murder as to like, okay, just how harsh they're going to treat you with the law. So if you out here, which I've seen a lot of these gang bangers, they're more than likely going to, if it's just some gang shit, they'll end up a lot of times they're going to get treated as juvenile. But if you go out here, I know I've heard of a case and I don't want to get too graphic, but if you won't hit on some damn near serial killer ass shit and it's some, it's some intent and, and extreme uh, sadistic uh, things, then yeah, more than likely they're going to treat your ass like an adult because that's extreme and we gonna throw the book at your ass, and but even and even that sometimes depends, right? You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm just saying on a on a rule versus exception thing, it's usually gonna line up like that. So let's 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 go with more so an age that's closer to adulthood, like that in between age. So let's go between like when we because I see a lot. I just of, said 15. I know, but I say let's go more closer to adulthood. Be like eight, eight twin, eighteen, and like twenty. But in the law, over eighteen is an adult. So if you kid, if you commit a murder at nineteen, you get charged as an adult. Wait, wait, but I'm not strictly speaking about the law. I'm also speaking about how society looks at and 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 judges individuals, and and that's particularly why I said, what's the? I didn't even ask really about the law. The original question was, what's the age of accountability? But that depends because ain't no age for accountability because. Your children are how old, and you hold them accountable for shit that they do right now. So what 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 are you talking about? Well, like accountability for what? Because if they if they do something in school, you gonna hold them accountable for it. So you ain't you ain't waiting until they get eighteen to hold them accountable for some shit they do. Well, I, as an individual, I'd probably move think much different than people in society in general, because I hold people accountable. Period. I don't but like, I'm just saying the way, the way you the way you framing your question is weird because it's like, what's the age of accountability? Okay, but I think most people, well, if their kid did something wrong, let's say in school where they like, you know, something that that was disobedient, they're gonna hold them accountable for it. Well, let me explain. What so I'm that's why I said, what accountability are you talking about? Because you saying an age, but I mean. I don't know. Go ahead. Let me give you an example. Henry Ruggs is, I think he's like 21, right? Right? Yes. So he was drunk driving, uh, doing 156 miles an hour, crashed his car, killed somebody. I don't see too many people who have a ton of sympathy for him. Maybe it's sympathy for the situation, like it's a terrible situation all around. But there's very few people saying he shouldn't be held accountable. Right? Would you agree with that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you'll get a situation of someone, let's say, hmm, I'm trying to think. Let's say they get in a situation where they're not a clear, it's not clear whether they're, they're a victim or not. Okay. But it's a sketchy situation. Okay. Um, well, give an actual, because okay. I don't like when you do this. You gave an example on this end. So yeah, give I, a real concrete example on the other end. I don't want to discuss this the, the example itself. So what we was arguing about last week, buddy's like 20 years old. And you were mm. saying he's just a kid. Mm. You know what I'm so I'm like, so he's just a kid, so we can make excuses. He ain't fully accountable. He gullible. But at 21, Ruggs is going to be held 100% accountable for his actions. Nobody going to be like, oh, he's just a kid. 
So I'd be like, but the Cal Beach thing. Hold on, is hold, on, hold on. I see this happen in a lot of different situations where it'd be people of the same age, ain't, ain't the same age, and depending on what they did, they'll be like, oh, they're just a kid. But somebody else that exact same age, you want to hold them fully accountable and don't want to be, ain't trying to hear none of that. They just a kid shit. And I see this with people 18, 19, 20, 22 years old. Oh, they just a kid. But then they do something you don't like. Now they be treating them like an adult. And they ain't, we don't hear no more about that kid. That's why when you gave 15, I was like, oh, 15 is still a kid, kid. That's why I'm really, really, I'm really talking about that in-between age where, like, the age of accountability. Like, like at 27, everybody going to say you a kid at 27. You know what I'm saying? Not really. They gonna, you gonna, everybody going to hold you for your shit. 30, you definitely know at 30. So I'm saying, what's that age where we no longer try to say people, oh, they just a kid, oh, they still gullible? Like, when do we, what age do we stop doing that? That's why I didn't really, maybe I phrased it wrong, so I didn't really want to speak legally. At what age do we stop saying he's just a kid? Because to me, this seems, even society-wise, it's people pick and choose. There's no real consistency. Well, I mean, that's why, because you got different people that have different views about it. What is it for you? I don't even be thinking this hard about shit like that, so I can't give you a concrete age. <laughs> I mean, I guess like 25 maybe because people say that's really when people's brain gets really more developed. But, I mean, like I said, with me, it still depends. Like, um, the Cal Beach thing is different to me just because even if you take the kid, kid, because that wasn't even really most of my argument it's still what it was to me. Like his age didn't really too much have nothing to do with it with me, but it had a little bit of a factor. I don't think that was the main factor that most people was using to, you know what I'm saying, to defend that. But I don't have a real answer to this because I ain't never thought that deep about it. Well, I just see it all the time. I see it with situations happening. It's like, oh, he a kid. Even if it ain't nothing major, even if it's not a crime, like you'll see it somebody do something in sports or do something in music that it gets questionable and it's and it's flowing through social media oh they're young they're just kids and then they'll do something that people don't really like and think it's more serious and all that kid shit is suddenly out the window and now we want to talk to them about how to treat them like adults and i'll be like joe that shit's super i think people just pick and choose based on their sympathies based on so shit what is your age i hope everybody accountable for everything i ain't once you hit like fucking like 50, I mean, to me, it's, I don't do age. I do situation. So why are you going to ask me a fucking age? I, I just said the same thing. It depends on the situation. But then you basically argue me about that. I pretty much, I'm saying I'm consistent. If you 18, I'm holding you accountable for damn near every, like it's very rare where I'm going to just let somebody off the hook. Even if I understand. So 18 is the age for you. Because that's what you said. Really? Probably. <sighs> Like 17. I you always want to keep it to account of somebody going into like a new area where they completely inexperienced. You want to keep that in mind, but it's like you talking about like you talking about every day just making good moral decisions, having value. That's what I said. It depends because now you changing it. Now we're talking about that's what I said. What we talking about. That's why I said what I said. It depends on what we're talking about. Because I ain't calling nobody in the 20s a kid. Okay. You're not a kid to me. So, so 20 is your age. I said probably 18. At 18, I'm probably not letting you slide for pretty much nothing. Except for the exceptions of 
you entering a brand new realm which you don't know about because anybody's going to be inexperienced in that but so that, i think that's what people be yeah, coming from probably not an age thing then because i would do that if you 40 and you went to a new arena so i would say actually i take that back because that's not an age thing if you 40 and go into a brand new arena i expect you to make some mistakes you don't know nothing about it but that don't mean that that person still won't be accountable People make mistakes in life, period. That's just part of being human. You're going to make mistakes until you right. leave this earth. So I said I wouldn't hold you accountable for mistakes made in a brand new arena you don't know very much about. I'm expecting you to fuck up where if it was something. So what's a brand new arena that somebody at 40 could go into that because they still fucking grown. They know something. Uh, like I, we, we just jumped in the podcast. <laughs> we don't know shit about this shit. You know what I'm saying? We don't know shit about this shit. It was a bunch of mistakes that I that I made early on that I learned later on that I didn't had no idea I was making. I had no idea I was making until somebody pointed it out to me, and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, you can do that." So oh. what about what about what we doing on a podcast? Would somebody have to hold you accountable for? Give me an example of something wrong that your mistake that you feel like you had somebody made that somebody else can make you hold you accountable for it. Excuse me. I mean, I, I I can't think of none specifically because it's just. But I'm just saying, I didn't even think we were talking about nothing like that. That's how kind of weird. Like, what what can somebody else hold you accountable for? Well, you asked me what can somebody forty go into that's new to them. So I said a podcast. That was right. Just, but I'm saying, but what in that realm could somebody be like you? You hold accountable. A new job. I know somebody who's in sales all their life, and then they went to go work for the, work on uh with the trains and shit to be like a, a dispatcher. Never did that shit before. That's a brand new arena. So right. in that arena, what could they do at this new job that somebody could hold them accountable for? What do you mean? Like, I'm sure, you can make a mistake at your new job, and they still go hold you accountable for it. Probably, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, what you talking? No, listen, I'm in sales. Okay, if you fuck up on your first contract, you think that your boss gonna be mad at you? They're gonna be like, "No, nah, I understand. I get it. You didn't know that. I didn't explain that to you. You never been through that before." I would like I see a new sales rep say something. They shouldn't say. And I'd be like, I understand why you would say that. You ain't know no better. Woo wop the wham. I'm not going to hold him accountable for that mistake. He didn't know no better. He didn't know he shouldn't say that. He wasn't aware of this or that. So, but, but, yeah. Hold him accountable. but yeah, you don't want to give Kyle Beach that same, uh, you don't want to give him that same grace. Like he's been in a situation where a man was trying to fuck on him. We don't really want to go back to that, do we? I'm just trying to figure out what what you mean because what you saying you said you because you moving the goalpost. So you now you saying you're saying that it's about a new situation. Okay, well, what about a person that ain't never been in that situation before? They don't know how they gonna handle it because they ain't never been in a situation where a man was trying to was trying to use his authority to have sex with them. I just don't want to go back to that. That is. Oh, okay. Okay. That's all. Okay. Last week. I'm not trying to go there. I'm just trying to use your this new definition and apply it to that situation that you wasn't going to give him any grace for, but you willing to give somebody grace at their sales job when they 40. But this man ain't never been in a situation where a man has tried to have sex with him and using the authority. Like that's a brand because you was trying to say a homosexual and all like that. Well, when you're when you're with the opposite sex, yes, you're used to a possibility that that person may be trying to push up on you, but you're definitely not gonna be thinking somebody of the same sex is gonna be trying to do that. But you ain't give him no grace. You're reaching so hard. I mean, <laughs> I'm reaching really. 
Yeah, you like you really. Wow. Okay. I mean, all we all you got to do, you just take a random poll of your heterosexual male friends and just start describing that situation. And, and won't you do that same poll with your homosexual yeah. friends since you know so much of what they would do in that situation? I bet you it would be probably much different than that, than than how a heterosexual man would. You bet. Why? Well, how you? Where you get that information from? I'm just. I say it's an assumption. It's an assumption. I'm just applying your rhetoric to that. That's all I'm saying. It's about holding people accountable if they're in a new situation that they ain't never been in before. You will give them some grace. But okay. Like I said, you 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 really reaching. I see where you're trying to go with that. You know what I'm saying. You reaching, but it's cool. I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got to go back over the whole. What is, what Rob said? I ain't never been in that situation. But he really don't, because unless you've been in there, you don't know what you, we we all do that. I would have did this. You know what I'm saying? I, it was all kinds of shit I used to talk about when I used to see my friends going through dumb shit with a dude. And I'm like, I would never do that. Then I got in that dumb shit with a dude, and I did that same dumb ass shit they did. But it's you just don't ever know. You could talk all the shit about what you would have did, but no one's prepared for those type of situations. Just like Cal Rittenhouse, and I ain't defending him, but he went out there on some dumb shit. And he didn't know that a motherfucker was going to really try to attack him and take his gun. Regardless if he was out there trying to be military, he didn't expect that to happen. You know what I'm saying? So you just never know. The you never know. There's some motherfuckers in that same situation that probably wouldn't have shot those people. The reason I said duration. Because in the Cal Beach situation, before there was any violence or anything, it was a very simple, low pressure situation. So there was no reason for somebody to have to make a high pressure decision. There was no reason. He don't need to know anything other than a motherfucking dude asking him to do something that men don't normally ask him to do. Like, so it, it was, it was some, it was, it's so simple. That's why I say, you, I, you call it a low pressure. That's why you're right. Let's uh, not go down that road. You're right. Let's not go down that road. The fact that you call it a low pressure situation, all right. Yeah, you're you gonna be back where we had last week. Like I said, I would just, I would just, I always just find it interesting. And we can, like I say, move on to the next subject. But I just always find it interesting when people choose to want to consider someone a kid or a child. So they want to give them grace in a situation, but a, a person of that exact same age can make their first mistake doing something. And if it's bad, if they don't like it or they don't agree with it, no, nah, they're an adult. They should be held fully accountable. Like you did. Yeah, like, no, nah, that's not what I did. <laughs> not what I did. Uh -huh. I'm 20 years old. I hold any 20 year old uh -huh. when that's it. But not a 40 year old at a job at a train station. Okay. <laughs> you still reach out. That is the terrible example, but I. <laughs> You don't want brought it. I feel like it's a terrible example of accountability. I'm like, huh? I just brought that. that. <laughs> age in which, in one situation, you'd be like, he he's a child. In another situation, be like, no, nah, hold him fully accountable for everything he did. No, 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 he a child. Nothing. It's like it's not even on your mind. No one even really does that though, because even with grown people, even with grown people, like you say, it's situational. Like more than likely, gonna hold you accountable. But then they might be like. Mm, okay, I could see how you might have, you know, fumbled that, but whatever. Anyway, moving on. It happening all the time, but hey, uh, what the I got? We was talking about the Kanye interview earlier. Uh, what was your overall opinion of the Kanye interview? I thought it was fucking amazing. Like at first, when I first watched it, I think the first maybe like forty-five minutes to an hour. I thought he was all over the place, and I kind of was like, mm, this is, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was interesting. 
and I think, excuse me, Noriega did a fantastic job of just letting Kanye be Kanye. Um, but overall, after I watched it all, I was, I loved it. I thought it changed, it changed my mind a little bit about Kanye, how I was feeling about Kanye recently. And how was that? I just felt like, you know, Kanye was like fully mentally ill and like he was just saying a lot. Of, I think he's smart. Like I would never take that away from him, but I felt like his his mental illness had taken over and he just used to say a lot of stupid shit that didn't make no damn sense. But then like, and I was feeling like that halfway through this interview. And then when it kept going, I'm like, this dude is, he know exactly what he's talking about. And he, he just has a stream of, con that's the way he talks. It's just his brain is moving and then it just comes out of his mouth. But he know he know how to go right back to the to the original point. And he was dropping a lot of jewels. He was saying some real shit. Like that shit he said about Sean, Big Sean and John Legend. That was some real shit. Even though it's kind of weird now, because I guess Big Sean was like, nigga, we was just together last week and they got a picture. So then I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what guy ain't talking about that. <laughs> well, one. I think while watching Kanye, at times you can't help but kind of feel like it's one of them situations where it's I'm supposed to I'm supposed to stop being crazy. <laughs> like, that's kind of how you be looking at Kanye like sometimes. But yeah, I mean he nutty. Like I I I didn't walk away from the interview not thinking he's not nutty, but he not so nutty that is what I thought he was. He know what he be talking about. I never really thought he was nutty. I see how people can't think he's nutty. I never really thought he was nutty. I think he's very self-absorbed. Definitely. I think he, I think he think all his ideas are fantastic, great idea. I think he think that his struggles, no matter what they are, are ultra important and they're important to everybody. And, and in some ways they are, in some ways they just, his struggles, you know what I'm saying? But the way he talks about them, because a lot of times he comes off so pompous, right. that people can't see through all of that but no i agree with all of that what you saying yeah because he he says in every interview i've ever seen him where he always saying some dope shit but he be he be so pompous and arrogant and then he kind of mix it in with the other shit and it seemed like he bounced around so it's hard to follow him mm -hmm. that, but that that people then they then obviously he's had these episodes on tmz and then these outbursts he's had before and then he's called himself bipolar and he said he has these addictions but then obviously we're in a society that always go remember your low lights. Like, that's what we do. So now, uh, especially since Kanye, before Donda, I would say he hasn't had a critically acclaimed album since, what, Dark Fantasy, Twisted Mind, whatever that shit was called. Uh, what was Kanye's last album that everybody really loved? Oh, okay, you talking about everybody, because I thought Life of Pablo was dope as hell. But... I, don't, I don't think that was, like, critically acclaimed when everybody was loving maybe, maybe not, but I think if people went back and listened, they'd be like, damn, it was a lot of shit on that album. <laughs> but I guess if you mean critically acclaimed, right. What I'm saying is that he had the buzz where everybody was loving Ye. Like the, the Ye's popularity level right. was like a, a pole. People always, he always is a polar a person that attracts attention. But what I'm saying is people wasn't fucking with Ye. The Trump shit, all that type of shit. His man calling he was telling people he bipolar, he telling people he an addict, he acting out on TMZ. He is bipolar. I don't know what the man is because I don't know him. This I, now, that's obvious to me. Even on an interview, it seemed like he was having a manic episode. I, I just say I don't know what the man is because I don't know him. I'm just because right. you don't know nothing about huh? Illness. 
I mean, I don't, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't know. He could be. I'm saying friend. if you a person, you know what? I ain't mean to shame you in that way because I, I do have knowledge and I've worked with that. He's bipolar. Okay. Yeah. He, he was definitely having a manic episode. That doesn't mean like he's still not himself. We have a manic episode. It's just yourself on steroids. <laughs> but he is also narcissistic too. So it's a common, like you said, he's real pompous, self-absorbed. He definitely narcissistic as well. Again, I just I don't I don't see it. I don't know enough of that man other than what I see of the clips that we get of him on TV to be personally trying to say he anything uh that that serious. But you say you studied this so you can speak freely on that. I don't feel comfortable saying that. Uh I'm just saying that in general, like people have a view of him before he speaks because of all these different things that have mostly been negative the last few years. Like even when he do something good. Like the fucking uh the, the the church revival shit he was doing. I forgot what he was calling that shit. He's having everybody come Sunday service. Sunday service. Like that shit even end up on a bad note because motherfuckers was saying they weren't getting paid. So you come into a Kanye interview and you think you finna get the same shit. And if that's what's all you listening for, that's exactly what you got. You saw him going flipping through uh subject to subject, kind of bouncing around. He called out a lot of big names, so you feel like he's stunting. He talk about a lot of his own accomplishments, so you feel like he being pompous again. He started talking about Big Sean and Kanye and John Legend and all these people, and then you walk away from that same old yay. Me, personally, I got something different from that shit. I didn't really care about the Big Sean shit, even though it was a little surprising he was being that open, but I felt like he was dropping some real gems in between. He was. That bullshit, and I took a few notes on some of it. It's a lot. But I ain't want to go all the way back through the whole video, but just a few off the top of my head uh, that I wrote down. That know-how shit he was saying, to me, was dope. Because people rejected it first. Like, when they first heard all Kanye sound crazy, he really just shooting down the idea of control and the fact that society dictates how you're supposed to live. Kanye mm -hmm. has supposedly with billions of dollars. Kanye has the resources that he don't have to have one stationary house that he go to. So who to say he crazy for wanting to live that way when clearly Kanye can down there go anywhere, anywhere he wants to in the world and he going to be good. Well, I will say this. I do agree with what you're saying, but I think the reason that people have an issue with it is because he has children and children need stability and he's doing all this moving and his kids ain't got shit to do with that. So that's whack. Mm, that's if you, that's, you would have to assume he don't spend ample time with his kids. I didn't say that he don't spend ample time with them, but he don't. He's not being in the home with them. He when he's doing this moving around, they're not being. They're not there with him, and they want to see. They would. They apparently they need their parent at home. I put it to you like this: that's a very valid point. But out of all the criticism I seen at that point, you the first person I seen mention kids. They were just talking about the idea of him talking about he don't have a home and all that shit. It's basically chalking it up to crazy talk. I ain't really seen no, that. I thought I thought I didn't have a problem with that. I thought I thought you know it's uh it's a lot of people that's homeless that think like that, and people think they crazy, but I mean they don't want to be controlled by the government and society, and that's they that's they right, and they might be seen crazy because people gonna say you crazy when you're doing something avant-garde, but yeah, um, I don't think on his on his own that it's it's bad, but I think when you have kids like that. To me, that's that's the yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, when he said ego and anger go together, I never thought about that, and I was I thought about it a lot after he said it. That shit is very true. 
usually when you're in your ego, it's usually a, 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 a some negativity along with that. Yep. Even if you want some braggadocious shit, like you trying it's to coming from a place of you trying to show. Uh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still coming from negativity, like you you angry because you ain't getting your props. So now you finna tell the world. Mm-hmm. And like I was actually trying to prove him wrong. Like while I'm thinking about this shit, I'm like, nah, that ain't true. And I'm I'm trying to think of a time where you could be in your ego and it was really coming from someplace positive or good. And I'm like, I can't think of one. Can't think of one. But I mean, isn't it ironic that one of the most egotistical people in the world said this shit though? Like, has he has he applied that to himself yet? <laughs> I, I just thought it was a he got all these gems, but he need to motherfucking live by that shit. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was dope. I don't know. Like I say, I, sometimes it ain't it ain't about the messenger. It's just the message. You know what I'm saying? He he might be full of shit, but he may still say something that ring true as hell. You know what I'm saying? I just thought that was dope. I never, like, I've always told you, I was, I'm the type of person who say emotions like to feed themselves. Emotions are very selfish. Mm-hmm. I just never connected those two like that. I just yeah. thought that was dope. Uh, when he said about crazy, a declaration of insanity is a form of control. I definitely agree with that 100%. You start saying motherfucking control. People start dismissing your ideas, your opinions. People start wanting to control you because they don't feel you in control of yourself. And sometimes people just ain't in control. They just ain't, they just don't conform. Right. You get that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Just don't conform because he started talking about going against the program. Like his 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 example he used to me was not substantial. Talking about how when people say hi, he says a bunch of eyes or a bunch of E's, and not everybody responds to him that way. So that was a way of changing the social program. Like I get what he was saying, but it just was a bad example. Yeah, yeah it was, that's that so was very surface and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I get what he was saying about people who ideas and opinions such as his go against the norm, and the people immediately call you crazy now because he does some crazy shit. It appears at times it's kind of hard to make an argument for Kanye specifically. But in general, you do get that. People who like conspiracy theory people, a lot of people are very intelligent and have very valid reasons for thinking that. They get called crazy. You just think outside the box of what society says. Motherfucker want to label you crazy or you wild or you you erratic or all this type of shit. Any of these type of labels to make it seem like your opinion ain't valid. So I think it's interesting because, right, if if we're honest, Kanye has always been this way, right? Like, white people and people from a different side definitely thought he was whacking crazy when he said George Bush didn't like black people. Well, black people was like, yes. But then when he started switching and saying all this crazy, you know, what people perceive as crazy recently, then it's like black, you know what I'm saying? So he always been going against the grain but depending on who agree with him or disagree, is who the ones that's calling him crazy. You know, because for real, a lot of like white people, people they definitely thought he was crazy for that George Bush shit. But black people was like, yes. I think black people thought he was crazy too, crazy for doing it. Just white people thought he was crazy all the way around. Black folks just thought he was crazy because he actually said that shit. I didn't think he was crazy. I just thought it was bold, which was dope. That he that's what I said, but he been doing that, I guess. It's just now it ain't always in alignment with what okay. hey, he, you ever, like you ever went back and looked at the footage of when he was in Trump in the Oval Office talking to Trump? Yeah, that's he's disgusting. Yeah, it was whack. 
No, that shit disgusting. Like he was jocking dude like a little kid would a movie star. Like that shit was over the top. Oh yeah, disgusting the way he was riding this dude dick like this. Like and you yay and you the dude that said George Bush. You know what I'm saying? Don't like black right, right. And you doing this with buddy? See, that's why a lot of motherfuckers wrote him off. That type of shit right there. That why. But anyway. But I agree with him that regardless of that, Big Sean and John, them his guys, they could disagree with him. But don't don't go publicly talking shit about me though. He was right about that. I don't know. That's why he brought up Pusha T because he like Pusha didn't vote for me. Pusha voted the opposite, and I'm cool with that. Pusha didn't go out there publicly bashing me. I thought you know what I'm saying. He don't. And he right. John Legend. He but he don't want to introduce John Legend to the world and Big Sean and them. Like you don't do your guy like that. But what did Big Sean say? I didn't. I know John Legend might. I can see him saying something. But what did Big Sean say? I don't know. But he said he said something. That don't make it true. That's what I. But mean. a lot of motherfuckers was going against Jay, so I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't doubt that he's telling the truth. Yeah, that's one thing you could say about him. He ain't no liar. Put it like this: I know unless it's something, unless it's something I don't know about. I've never heard of, of Kanye blatantly lying about anything. I don't know, but I know when some of these blog sites started talking about it, they kept saying, "What did Big Sean say? What did Big Sean say?" So, uh, and I know Angela Lee and them on the Breakfast Club was like, "Big Sean ain't said shit." They she heard his statements, he ain't said shit. So again, just because a motherfucker throw out an accusation, I ain't so quick to believe it. Like I said, why I ain't even I ain't even go for all that salacious shit like that because I don't even know how much of that shit say is true, how much he just telling this side of the story. Mm-hmm. Crystal said Big Sean ain't said shit, and and like you said, it might be some validity to that because Big Sean posted a picture that he had just took when he was just with Ye like the week before. I, but I, but you know, did you see they they doing part two tomorrow? I know. I'm just saying in general, when it's only one side of the story, I don't I don't I don't go for it. Only one side of the story. It just Jay. It just Jay side. It was entertaining, but they don't necessarily. I mean, I believe that he said the motherfuckers did what he said they did. Yeah. It's one of them things. Like I hear you. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's true, but uh, another one he did I thought was dope. Rapper equals nigga. He ain't lying. When they call him rapper, that's what they said. Cause Jay's so far beyond a rapper these days. Right. Ain't, ain't too many billionaire rappers. And then, and the only two that there are didn't make most of their money for me. rapping. Yeah, I, and it was funny because after he said that, I saw something. That was real. Damn, shit. I saw. I can't even remember who it was, but they labeled the person a rapper, and it it, it gave off a kind of a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. And that's I was how, like, that's damn. That's how they meant. Man, I wish I would have documented what that was. What could you say? Watch you get uh-huh. ass on there tomorrow and start copping hella, please. He might. I'm, I'm here for it, though. I'm watching. That's I'm why watching. I be, when he started talking all the salacious shit, it was like, eh, like the shit he said about Just Blaze. I, that shit wasn't accurate. Just Blaze. Now, I agree with you on that. I was like, he kind of tripping. But mm-hmm. then people kept saying, uh, Bink, him and Bink been saying that for years. And I'm like, but, but then they was also saying, he was he was only talking about the blueprint, but I took it like he was talking about just Blaze the copycat. Period. Yeah, but they like, no, he only talking about the blueprint. But then they said, "Yay, made the first beats." I think his blueprint was a, was an example of him copying off him. But I took it. I that's used. what I that's what I took. I said I thought that was just an example. They like, no, he talking about the blueprint. Period. Because they was like, I guess Kanye is the 
he kind of set the tone for the blueprint. He made the first beats. And then Jay-Z was like, this is the tone that I want. Right. And I said, well, then how is he copying if Jay's saying this is what I want? And then right. Just Blaze made some beats similar to what he was asking for. Like, that ain't copying. Yeah. That's what Jay said. He said the, 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 the assignment was soul samples. So if it, right, he wanted that. He wanted that whole vibe. So I get, I get. Like I said, why I said I ain't really because after the blueprint, none of Just Blaze beat sound anything like Kanye. Exactly. exactly. Anyway, go ahead. I think it was dope that he brought up that shadow band shit because I ain't heard no other big celebrity bring that up. You know what shadow banding is? Mm -mm. Shadow band is on these uh like the uh, oh with Twitter and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said it's on the music. See, I didn't know they did it with the music. I knew they did. No, actually, I did know they did it with the music because if you try to bring up a song that has a cuss word in the title, you got to type out the whole song. And I remember I forgot the song I was looking for, but I think in the title was the word bitch. And every other song I type out, it would the name of the song would pop up before I finish typing. But this song, I had to type out the whole song. So I'm like, man, that was I thought that was odd. But then he mm. brought it up. He said it was some music artist, but I know they do it on Instagram and Twitter and all that. Well, I remember Lil Duvall got shadow banned. Well, he, uh, to find his page, you had to type in his whole name, even though he won, got like 2 million followers and all that. It's supposed to just pop up. Mm. So I was like, I've never seen a big celebrity talk about that shit. And that's one way that these Instagram people keep, keep hold your money down, hold your popularity down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like, the shit Facebook pulling with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People have been talking about now how, and I've seen this too, uh, Facebook will tell you that you basically commenting too much, like you're abusing the future feature. So if you like people in our group, I comment a whole bunch of the group and then they, they in a bunch of different conversations, it'll basically tell you to stop commenting, slow down, or we're going to block you from commenting because you comment too much. Ain't, the ain't that what we supposed to use the app for? Exactly. So now they restricted you for that. Like they just took me off. Like I said earlier, they took me off uh, Facebook jail. But now I can't go live from my page. Why? I ain't got no notifications. So I just thought it was dope. How you talking about how these motherfuckers on the inter on internet be be fuck with motherfuckers' money and all that shit? Uh, the other thing he talked about the unity in the community when he was saying how he his skill set is not math. Right. But like people in his family should be looking out for him. Instead, he basically talking about how they be stealing. He was like, why I got all these 30 extra people at my Sunday service? He was like, who are they? He said, that's 30 flights. That's 30 hotel rooms, 30 mini bars, 30 Ubers. He was like, talking about, he talk, it was kind of convoluted telling the story about how he had all these storages he ain't know about. Then he had his, like, his wife count them up. Or it, just, he was just talking, it was just a lot of dope shit he was going back. So what you think about the stuff he was saying about his wife and the publicist and all this stuff? Because well, I mean, if you're gonna be talking about that, then you need to be talking about your wife. Because they, if the publicist out here fouled, then why she ain't fired him? Why she going over the publicist over, the, over her own husband? You know, I know. I think Kanye Lane. When it comes to women, I think he Lane. He a musical genius and all that. But personality wise, Kanye Lane who gonna get run over by women because his ego gonna always make him go for the highest, most this woman that got the highest status. Like he wanted Kim because she was considered an elite chick on the social stratosphere. So right. He went and got because his ego need that. But he ain't got the personality to be able to handle no chick like him. Like we had this conversation before about fucking with a motherfucker who you can handle. Men do that shit a lot. You got this bad chick, but you can't handle the lifestyle that come with her, the, the attention she get, the men she been with before you, the demand she have, how, how all that type of shit. 
That's all. Kanye been in over his head with Kim. You know what I'm saying? A dude like a dude with that type of money shouldn't be fucking with no chick like him. Right. And his personality, it don't even fit. No, at all. At all. So I don't ever follow that relationship, but yeah, I don't I don't listen to Kanye when he talking about talking about uh she's still my wife. I mean, court I don't know if it's true, but according to the blog, she laying up with Pete Davidson. And she a goofy if she doing that. But she probably doing to make him jump. But he she he been dating somebody. He was dating somebody before she was, so who was uh Kanye? Yeah, like it was it was within weeks of them saying divorce. He was dating some chick that looked just like him. Oh yeah. Yeah, like okay, so I mean, I mean but maybe technically it is still his wife, and to him that means something. I don't know. Listen, I don't. You know in that celebrity world, motherfucker can hang out one night, maybe like they dating. Right. Man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We anything he said that would like other only thing I paid attention to when he mentioned somebody's name was Drake, because and the only part I paid attention to was when he said all that shit with Drake is basically fake because they ain't gonna do shit to each other. Right. Too much money for too many people. But I did think it was interesting how he was like motherfucker was playing Drake songs where he was threatening Kanye's life at his kids' birthday parties. I was like, motherfucker, don't think about shit like that. I guess. Oh, and I and him saying that Kim was saying I don't fuck with that nigga. I'm like, uh, was she really using that word? Uh, I thought that was odd. Uh, I'm just saying that's how she said. He said I. I remember that peaked my ears. Like, did she right. say right? And you let her get away with that? And gonna say, you know, because you know. My wife was the one, you know, girl, girls like her, they, had, they used to make fun of her because she had a big booty. Now they want, I'm like, motherfucker, that's not her booty. Yeah, that's true. But he is somewhat correct. She did change the style to make white girls think it was cool to get a booty. No, but he's saying it like, he was saying it as if her booty was, she did was booty. real. And then other people wanted to emulate her real booty and go get fake booties. She did have a nice ass. She added on. Oh, okay. All right. Kim always had a nice ass body. Always had a nice body. She just, just like the rest of them, they end up getting surgery. But you look at go Kim. But when he got with her, she had already had that fake booty. I'm saying when you go look at Kim back when she first started, when she first hit the scene, what was she like Brandy's fucking stylist? Yeah, you can see pictures of Kim. Kim had a nice body. Kim had a nice body back then. When Ray J first got but how, we, but how we know she didn't get, that wasn't her first surgery for some ass. True, true. But true. I could be wrong. I don't know. Hey, you see, I ain't arguing with you. She, I don't know either. <laughs> you, know <what> I'm <laughs> you never know with these motherfuckers, Joe. Mm -hmm. They don't be fake, Joe. Somebody chick be out here looking like niggas, damn near. Yeah, fool you, Joe. I don't put nothing past nobody in Hollywood. Listen, I got a theory. I know y'all gonna laugh at me. I don't care. I got a theory. I point out to my girl all the time that so many times in movies the female star is a very pretty boy built ass motherfucker and i think that's for a reason i think that's like conditioning i can think of out tomorrow so many times we watch a movie on netflix and the female lead has no ass and no tits but she's pretty I'm telling you, they're gonna start sneaking, sneaking the 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 quick the transvest. Uh, I don't know what I don't even want the transgenders. They for the start getting some of these star movies and these roles, and they getting us primed for this shit by always having these league these women that basically got bodies like boys. And you see this shit a lot. Start watching some of your movies and your TV shows, 
and see how many lead characters of women who got nice bodies or voluptuous in any type of way. They very thin, wafer thin, no ass, no tits. And that's in a lot of fucking movies. Bro. I hate that shit. I think even in the new Bond movies, just another chick, no ass. No <laughs> so so what's the theory? That, I'm, that they finna start, because you know the queer community with all this inclusion shit, they finna start making some transgender women, some of the leads in these roles, and with all that makeup and shit. You shit, all them damn jig got ass and titties that they done bought, though. They ain't finna be looking like that. you see. They don't look like that now. It's a reason they got all these motherfuckers starting. Like, I remember, the, what was that movie? Uh, oh, the fuck, it's a good extraction. It's like, man, I'm about just go on Netflix. Watch any any of the decent movies. I can't I can't think of none offhand. We just what I'm saying though, Lance, that's been going know. on forever. I don't know if that's it. They all they always been the um standard of beauty, the extra skinny oh, model like, looking oh, ass chicks, especially white women, black white white men in the tits. She may not have had no ass. Her ass could have been an indentation, but she had tits. She not had really. Some they, they ain't gonna be like that. I ain't saying they gotta be big. But they were chicks who at least had some tits, some sex appeal, some sex appeal, like a Sharon Stone type chick. At least that. These motherfuckers ain't got that. I don't know. I feel like that's been going on forever. I don't oh, know. I've been that's, why they, that's why we was always tripping as black women. Like, you know, that was that was what they was putting as the standard of beauty, and our bodies don't look like that. Yeah, because they ain't never had women up that had ass. I'm talking about just anything. Like they were super skinny. It's always been like that. Yeah, I always known that white women in movies they always got tits. White men love tits, and they always had tits, but it was they wasn't having no chicks who had ass. The models couldn't really have no ass. That I remember they was always holding the sisters back for that of being a little bit thicker. But titties, yeah. Women my uh actresses was always going to get fake titties. If they weren't doing fake booties at first, remember it was just fake tits. Mm-hmm. They had the fake tits. So all your actresses had fake tits. And that's what now you see him now. The motherfuckers got no tits, no ass. But I don't know if that goes with your theory because if you see a lot of transsexuals, they be having all of that. They be having better bodies than us. Well, just a theory. Just a theory. I'm just thinking they pushing to it because I was like, I don't remember seeing the movies like this. Like they try to at least, even if it was a white woman, at least she had some sex appeal. Some fucking, uh, uh, like I said, some Sharon Stone, a fucking, you know. Uh, I guess what what did Meryl Streep find in her prime? Why well, I remember her incorrect. I mean, but look at like Angelina Jolie and like they used to prop up, but she ain't got no boobs. Who other than her? I don't know. I had to really think. Like, well, Scarlett Johansson got a nice figure. Um, Charlize Theron. Um, she ain't think she got a figure now. She ain't flat chested. She's. I don't think so. I remember her being flat chested. Might be right. What's considered flat chested? No, older age, she didn't got real skinny. Like if you see her in the new uh the new was it the fucking uh fast and furious joint? Like she didn't got skinny skinny. Nah, she didn't got skinny where you know you can see the bone in between like her breast and shit. You know what I'm talking about? How they get real yeah, skinny. but she always been like that. Nah, she wasn't skinny like back when she was doing like monster, the movie monster, she was skinny like that. She nah. probably put on some weight to play that role because she was playing a fucking serial killer. That really it, existed in the world. <laughs> yeah, but I think most of her, she had a little miss. She wasn't ever no bone skinny chick like uh like Angelina Jolie, was she? They about the same size to me, but maybe I could be wrong. <laughs> really been in the white women, I ain't follow them like that. You I could be right. Maybe I just started noticing it, but I, that's what it seemed like to me. 
all these androgynous looking chicks on TV. Like you can't tell what they is. Goddamn, if it wasn't for her long hair, she put that. She put a cap on. She looked like her name Bobby. Bogus. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> hey, I just be noticing that shit though. I'm just saying. Uh, well, oh, what you? Uh, I know you, you see about the Travis Scott shit. Yeah, I've been vaguely following that. Um, I see they really like trying to hold him accountable. I'm, I was kind of confused by that. Cause he got money in the story. I, I, that's what I was trying to tell people. Like they like, oh, why they suing him? They should be. I'm like, they gonna sue. That's people. That's what I tell you. You gotta learn about the legal system. It ain't personal. Just like when them people was suing Kobe Bryant estate, it ain't got nothing to do with them really thinking he responsible. That's just how the legal system works. That's who they're going to go after. That's just what you're supposed to do. You're going to go after whoever you think and get you some money. Period. <laughs> That's Everybody how out. they go. Like, it don't matter. Like, it ain't no disrespect to them or none of that. They're going to go after. They probably name all them people in the lawsuit. Travis Scott, the concert venue. Anybody they can name, they're going to they gonna throw, throw the darts at the board to see which one going to stick. Yeah, we're on the same page with that one. Uh, <laughs> Other celebrities, you seen uh uh Kaepernick shit? No, I haven't. But go ahead and talk about it. I have to. There's only one aspect I wanted to talk about. Like I, started, I, just, I, have, to I have to use. I have to use the washroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, it's only one aspect I wanted to talk about, and that's basically Kaepernick and his comparison of sports to slavery. Uh, I hate that shit. That is a terrible fucking comparison. Professional sports should never ever under any circumstance to be compared to slavery it is no nothing similar to slavery it is disrespectful to uh to former slaves our descendants to even be saying that dumbass shit and Kaepernick that's why I ain't never been no Kaepernick fan I was never enthralled with him I was never behind what he was doing I thought he played himself the entire fucking time I mean I respected his cause obviously because he was fighting for the, for us or the disenfranchised, or the underprivileged, or the oppressed, whatever you want to call it. But I thought his plan, the way he went about it, was dumb. I didn't think he had a, a, a strong enough position in the NFL to be creating that type of distraction. He wasn't even a bona fide starter. You was like an in-between starter after you had your one or two good years or whatever. And now you're coming out with this movie and shit, you know what I'm saying, about how you was you know, coming up as a, as a mixed kid or whatever. But you started off with this whole slavery shit. That shit terrible. Slaves, these fucking professional athletes are millionaires. They can come and go what they please. They can they can leave whenever they want to. They don't even have to sign up for none of this shit. So I ain't never, ever, I hate that. I hate that when people compare professional sports to slavery. That shit is fucking stupid. There is no comparison <laughs> of professional sports to slavery. You're not going to tell me a motherfucker slave, he getting paid millions of dollars to play a game, and he can walk away whenever the fuck he wants with no consequences other than the checks end. And that's only if he ain't got him a few endorsement deals already. Yeah, they need to they need to compare it in another way because I get the argument that people be trying to make, but definitely can't use slavery. Now, if you want to say, you know, they exploiting black men or, you know, the whole thing is an exploitation in that way, okay, maybe you have an argument there, but like compared to the slavery, y'all need to find a different word to use. That shit can burn. I ain't even going with the exploiting black man part unless you just talking about the fact that we don't have no ownership in none of that shit. And we don't have no ownership in nothing. 
So if that's if that's your if that's your issue, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do we have ownership in? That's one thing yeah. they said too about us getting ownership in things. You know what I'm saying? And I would love to see uh, us have our own NBA, uh, NHL, and all NFL and all that. But that's very difficult to do. That's gonna take some sacrifice of people. Some people who probably can't afford that type of sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? So I would love to see it as well. But in this country, they have uh, given us enough that as individuals, we chase that brass ring. And as long as we can get it for ourselves and our family, we ain't really trying to sacrifice for the good of the community no more. I think that shit over when the civil rights and Martin Luther King and Malcolm and all that died, all that sacrifice. It, it, it's some people that's trying to do it. So it's, a, it's such, it's, they so few. And, there is yeah, a- and, then, and then we start calling them sellouts and shit like that like they try to, like get it, to take care it's, of in, it's interesting because like i know people used to de- try to talk shit about jay and beyonce and they felt like they whole social activism was fake and it was just a way to sell records and i just read a case in my class about jay-z about some shit that most people don't even know about and i wouldn't have knew about it if it wasn't in my fucking glass of him on, on a small scale trying to get some blood. So I was just saying, this is just what Jay do. You know what I'm saying? They got nothing to do with, you know what I'm saying? Jay, Beyonce, Oprah, all of, a lot of them, they be trying to like, even with Kanye on, like Kanye said. Like I had no problem with what he said about, he wasn't trying to say like, disrespect Black History Month, but he like, look, we need to, let's get on some forward thinking shit too. Like we ain't got to always, when we talk about Black History, we talking about some shit from back in the day it's like shit that's been happening recently that you, we could be celebrating and that's going to be happening the biggest problem that we have is that once you get the type of money jig and them got and they start trying to do things on on larger scales like i always make the argument about how they need to try to you know, get banks and grocery stores and so on and so forth and i was on my man podcast i said what i said podcast man to and herb the other day last week is on friday it made a very valid point that even when you get those things, you still got to go back to the white man because they got the infrastructure for whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was. But I mean, you got to break through that break through that glass ceiling some way. You know what I'm saying? But you're right, you do because I mean that's just the reality. It ain't that easy? Stop us. I was listening to Whack 100. Uh, no, they be uh posting conversations that these artists be having on uh Clubhouse on YouTube. So they was talking about the whole Travis Scott thing and about Travis Scott's level of accountability. And so Travis and then WAC 100 was like, nah, y'all got it twisted. He was like, black artists don't get those partnership deals with these concert venues. He like, that's for kissing all. And like he was telling this white dude, cause the white dude was like, nah, Travis Scott to have a partnership. He's like, no, 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 no. Like trust it. He don't, they don't give us those deals. He was like, they only give those to certain artists. And it just was another reminder. Like, even if you a big time artist, there's still a certain level they won't let you to go. Like even when Kanye was telling back in the whole, you don't have to answer sway days. He was saying there's a cap. There's a ceiling that you get to. And even if you got the bread, you got the resource, they just ain't letting you in. Like they yeah. just do. Because like Wax said, he was like, because they know that if they do give us these partnership deals or if they tell us, okay, you can buy out the stadium. I think he said to buy out the stadium or whatever they was at was like $250,000. And he's like, and we and they know not only can we buy out the stadium, we can pay for the security and all this other stuff. He know that we go, we gonna start making too much money, and then we ain't gonna need them. 
So they ain't gonna never let us get to the point where we don't need their infrastructure, no matter how successful we get. And Kanye spoke to that shit. And I'd be like, man, people don't like I, I didn't never really think about that. Like, yeah, you might try to open a grocery store, but where you gonna get the food from? Right. A whole bunch of black farms. You know what I'm saying? So they they got it. No matter what you do, you gotta you at some point you gotta go to the white man, and get some stuff from him. And if he don't want to sell it to you, what you gonna do? Just like he was talking about with the uh the head the uh beauty supply stores, how Koreans go and they buy their stuff as a conglomerate, they'll get four, five, six different stores and go buy the hair in bulk to get right. prices. And he said his man's tried to open up a beauty supply store and they wouldn't do that, they wouldn't sell him the shit. You like the Koreans own the hair too. They own the market. And they just wouldn't sell it to his man. They was giving them fucked up prices. And I'm like, man, while he get together with, you know what I'm saying, four or five other beauty supply stores, he was like, Joe, they not going to sell it to you. They don't want to give you that power. They don't want to let you in the market. So what you going to do? Yeah. That should just be crazy, Joe. That should be crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't know. I just thought, like I said, with just to rap about that, I just thought it was whack comparing that shit to, pro- to slavery. I think that shit's a terrible idea. I think we got to back up off that shit. We should never, ever complain. There, there is nothing that's a comparison to slavery happening in modern times, except for uh, the jails. Right. There, there you have somewhat of a legitimate, somewhat mm-hmm. of a comparison there. Uh, but yeah, no, it can scrap that. Um, I mean, real quick, I wanted to ask you, uh, you ain't been watching uh, sports and none of that no more, right? ESPN, really? Keeping up with that? I mean, I... I watch what I can. You don't know, okay. get to watch a whole lot of TV, period, really. You don't watch First Take? Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, uh, well, we ain't got to talk about it. I was going to ask you. You been talking about it? Well, I don't, I don't watch it that much either no more. Oh, okay. Stephen A. a sellout. Yeah, what was that all about? He can be getting criticized for that. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that for a while. But what did he do recently that sparked it? The way he talked about Kyrie and then he didn't go hard on Aaron Rodgers. Oh, really? There's a few celebrities. I know Corey Hokum called him out. Stephon Marbury called him out. You know, Kwame Brown was at his neck. Corey Hokum been talking about it for a while now. Just saying that he always dogging black men in the media. He always coming at their neck and talking negatively about them. So people feel like that Stephen A is a sellout. And far too often that he do. You know, Jay Williams came at his head about the these contradictions about how he approached the Kyrie and Aaron Rodgers thing. So they actually, he actually said something directly to Stephen A. I, uh, Stephen A. has been asked about it in interviews. Like it's gotten to the point where he. So asked, what did he? What was his response? Obviously, he don't feel he a sellout. He feel that he tried to. No, not that, but about his distinction on how he handled Kyrie versus Aaron uh, Rodgers. What Jay Williams said was that his tone is totally different. That when he spoke with Kyrie, it was in an excited, aggressive tone, and then when he spoke with Aaron Rodgers. He was all super laid back and took it easy on him and shit. And Stephen A response was, I was laid back about Kyrie too until we started arguing about it. And that's when I got all up in my chest. But basically everybody's saying you've been going hard on Kyrie, which he has, and not nearly as hard on Aaron Rodgers. He's been calling you no know, Kyrie Trey Kyrie, do this, do that. And with Aaron Rodgers, he seemed to have a little more understanding. Plus, you know, he a fan of Aaron Rodgers. But like I said, it's been a few years now. It's not a new accusation. I haven't been hearing about this for a few years. But yeah, I, I have too. Yeah, so I was just wondering what your thoughts on it. I don't, I don't, I'm kind of bored. I don't, I don't, I haven't watched First Take in so long. I could not have an opinion on that. So I used to hear people talking about it, but there was nothing in a little bit that I've seen right. 
You know what I'm saying? That'll be able to justify. But I mean, where's that? Where that smoke? That's fire. So sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Stephen, they got a got a. What's what's the race of his wife? Is he married? Stephen, they're not married. Mm. Oh, okay. No, no, Stephen, they, Stephen, they be hitting on the sideline reporters and shit. That man ain't married. <laughs> you try to get it in. Uh, you kind of look like Stephen A. Stop playing. Stop. That is not a compliment at all. I said kind of. No, I don't kind of look like nothing. I got my hairline fully intact. Yeah, but if you had the hairstyle, yeah. you would look like him. Nah, nah, nah. If you had the Stephen A. hairstyle, I'm not talking about your hair. I'm talking about your face. I don't like no motherfucking George Jefferson, goddammit. You don't really look like George. Y'all like my motherfucker girl like Weezy. Got that look out of here. Nah, nah, I ain't going. Uh, real quick, this is why we on sports. Real quick, why Scotty doubling down on the mic talk? You seeing all the other shit he been saying? What else he said now? True, Scotty wilding. That's what I'm saying. I can't believe it's certain people out here defending him. I'm like, okay, yeah, he got a right to fucking say what he want to say and give his perspective, but he on some other shit. Scotty said the flu game was not all right. Has that compared to he played with a bad back, but he ain't tell you that Mike scored 38 in his flu game and his bad back game, he scored like eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's but what he still played. He trying to say, but I still played right, though. Right, right, right. It's like it ain't like Mike just they was we were celebrating Mike because he played with the flu. We were celebrating Mike because he killed motherfuckers and he had the flu. But anyway. Uh, but he's trying to say though, because the herniated back though, yeah, of course he won't gonna be able to score 38. You know what I'm saying? But he, he was in that all. He was yeah. in that all. Dicky Willis Reed, I guess. Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah, all that bullshit. Uh then at the end of his interview with uh Michael Strahan, Michael Strahan asked him how he wanna be remembered. That motherfucker said it's the greatest. The gr- yes, greatest of what? I'm hoping that was greatest tongue- lame of all time. I'm hoping that was tongue in cheek. I'm really hoping that was tongue in cheek. I'm he really when he said that shit, kind of like he had like a little smirk, like a little smirk. So I'm hoping he ain't mean that shit. But yo, all this whack shit he talking. Then listen, then he gonna talk about. I guess it says in his book because you know his book out now. So people reading the excerpts from it. Uh, that when he went to Houston, he said that he didn't realize that basically Hakeem was washed up and that Barkley, uh, didn't didn't go hard. But I'm like, nigga, you average like 15 points <laughs> in Houston. You ain't go there and kill. Like, if he'd have went there and averaged like, listen, this would kill me about Scott. So his whole book is him shitting on people. I guess that's his whole book. It's not, but that's all we're going to hear about unless you read it for yourself. Nobody probably- I told you I might read it when I get on break from school. Do you really care about Scottie Pippen's life? I just, it, I don't, but I'm interested in content. I like having an informed mind. I want to get his perspective. Mike, you're going to stop reading that shit. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as he get past the chapters where he's shitting on Mike and other NBA players, you're going to stop reading that shit. Uh, Unless he starts talking about him, Larson, and Future. (laughs) Listen, the truth about Scotty is, as cold as Scotty was, he didn't do shit. He's always been a bitch. No, he didn't do shit after he left Mike. He didn't go nowhere else. What in between, Mike? He got he got to an Easter. He got to the second round of the fight of the playoffs. The years Mike retired, he didn't make it to the Western Eastern Conference Finals. He got to the second round. That's when we had that bogus ass call against with uh, Hugh Hollins and shit and fucking uh, Hubert Davis. And then fucking goddamn it, he got to the Western Conference Finals. I think once with Portland, and that's when they had a loaded ass team. And then Ma Stelly talking about what Michael Jordan ain't do by himself and so on and so forth. 
can't nobody shit on Scotty legacy. Scotty a motherfucker. He won the greatest. But let's not get it twisted. And I'm going to say this one last time to wrap it up on Scotty. If it wasn't for Mike, Scotty we would be amongst the other hundreds of unknown all-star NBA players. You know how many NBA players who was great players and people don't even remember their ass? Yeah, like Patrick Ewing or some shit. Like Bill well, we remember him or something, but he like, ain't remember Bill Shays. You know, you just would have been another, he would have been a great player, but he wouldn't be talked about. He wouldn't get no TV analyst job. He wouldn't have probably had no liquor. Your name is bigger because you played with the greatest of all time. You did your motherfucking job as one of the best number twos ever, one of the best defensive players ever. But if you wasn't with Mike, you would not have the fanfare that you have. And and maybe he wouldn't have been as motivated to really be as good if he wouldn't have been under Mike. You know what I'm saying? Mike probably pushed him. I only want to that. I, I'll go ahead and say whatever he became. It was on his own merit. I give you that. You wouldn't have been the name that you are publicly. You don't have a personality. You wasn't a showstopper. Niggas weren't buying tickets to some come see Scott Pippen. Niggas was selling out. Her, Mike sold out every arena he went to. The mom was going to see Mike, not you. So you was a beast, but get a grip. You sound like you got bitter baby mama syndrome. You sound like a bitter baby mama. Yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, you sound bitter as hell on the real. On the real, and all the shit we heard about you since post your career ain't been good. Like it ain't like since you retired, you've been hitting the ball out the park, my nigga. So I, I need dude to chill. All this yeah. shit, no matter shit, you sound bitter as hell, dog. You sound bitter as hell. That's he it. extra bitter. I just want him to go sit his ass down somewhere. Shut up. Get like, can we end this nigga fifteen minutes of fame right now? Quickly, expeditiously. Fuck you out of here, goddamn it. Uh, <laughs> But for the last last for tonight, this, this actually I think is going to be an interesting conversation. Uh, for those who are fans of the show, Insecure, goddamn it! Just so y'all know, Tiff and Crystal and Mickey do a, a show called "Why You So Insecure" every Monday night at seven. Right, Tiff? Yeah. And then, and this real quick, you know, we just do like a quick, you know, thirty minute recap. Like we ain't trying to hold people up all night because you know we got shit to do too, but. Yeah, we we definitely do uh, every week. Do give our perspectives. We need to have some male. We need some males on there. I, I I know it's a few males in the show because I put up a post today, and a bunch of males responded to the scene. Like I know I'm a I'm a fan of the show. I definitely want to come over there. I wish I should have came on for this show because yeah, this would have been a good one. Especially I was telling them we might have to have my stepdad on that boy. The last two episodes I watched with him, and he was giving. He ain't never even seen Insecure. He just watched it because I was watching it. He gave some really good insight, and I was like, goodness. Y'all should do that shit. They said he was interested. (laughs) Y'all got to get ready for Big Daddy, though. He a mess. Tuning in for that shit. (laughs) It's going to be like, (laughs) unk. For real. But uh, what I thought was interesting about this show was the dynamic between two first-time parents. Yeah. So the question that I yeah, it was it was it was a tense episode to watch. It was unsettling. Was it for you, really? It was, and I don't even have kids, but it was just like eek, like it was it was very real because I've seen this play out before, and I, I think I think you was very spot on with your assessment um, on both sides of it that 
because I was thinking about that. Like, we really need to heal our community because I, I felt like this was symbolic of what's going on in the black community right now. Like, everybody, you know, unfortunately, it's not a whole lot of marriage going on. It is happening, though. I don't want to say some people be trying to label it like, you know what I said, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of, baby mama, baby daddy situation. So this is very normal. And this is what happens when you're in these type of situations. Like you said, women, they don't trust men. And the men are not experienced enough to know what they're doing. And it's a recipe for disaster. It's more so women don't value the father's role in the child's life. And yes. men don't realize the importance of being an integral part of your child's life so then you get two people who neither one of them and this is how i went in the show but i've seen this happen it my situation was i, I some of this shit triggered me because i kind of been through some of this shit but when you get two people especially in this situation who are both first-time parents neither one of them know what to expect they don't even know what they need to know they're not communicating with each other before the baby born so when shorty get there as a man, and this is what I can relate to. He was trying. Well, the thing is, he don't know what he should know. So I'll go ahead and let y'all laugh at me and tell y'all what I didn't know. And my child's mother, my ex-wife at this point, went off on me. I didn't know that after having children, a woman's body can be still weak for up to a, a couple months. I had, I've never been around a woman who just had a baby. I don't have sisters. I ain't got a bunch of young cousins. So I had my first child was my first time experiencing this. So I figured in the mind of an athlete, it's like a bad injury. After a couple weeks, I know, I know it's not an injury. She just had a whole fucking baby. But I figured, you know, it, after a couple of weeks, she would get her strength back. I just assumed it, I guess. You were trying to get some or something? No, we weren't even together. But I wasn't being as helpful because she was like, no, you can't. y'all weren't together. When my daughter was first born, me and my, my ex-wife weren't together. You ain't know that? No. No, we weren't together. Y'all had broke up while she was pregnant? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. This your first, uh, Lucy? Yeah. Lucy, the first, your first baby girl, right? Yeah, both my kids by the same, both by my ex-wife. I mean, I know that, but I didn't want to call her the wrong. You got two girls. Yeah, yeah Lucy. Yeah. Lucy is the oldest, right? We weren't together. Really? I didn't. I didn't know this. So y'all got was y'all y'all got married after that. We got back together after when Lucy was maybe like two, something like that. Maybe like one. Maybe y'all got married. We got Lucy was born in two thousand seven. We ain't get married until two thousand eleven until before. Oh wow! Until like five months before Izzy was born. Izzy was born in July two thousand eleven. Oh wow! Okay, so, I didn't. No, I didn't know that, and I ain't mean for you to put your business out there. That's right. Oh, okay. We're supposed to get married, and we're supposed to get married 11, 11, 11. and then we found out she was pregnant, and because she wasn't working at the time, she had to get on my insurance. So we scrapped the wedding, and we had to get married. So we actually had like a wedding date and all that shit when we found out she was pregnant. So we ended up getting married way sooner. So, but anyway, yeah. So uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought after she had the baby a couple weeks, she'd be back to normal. 
And she cussed me clean. You ain't helping me do this. You ain't helping me do that. I'm like, you can't do that shit. That, that's nothing. She's like, I'm not, I'm, I can't carry that. I'm like, oh, like, it was just like, it was just small. I just, I just didn't know. I just had yeah. a clue. Like, I did not know a woman. My mother was like, you didn't know a woman could be. I'm like, well, how the fuck would I know? I ain't never been around no goddamn woman with no kids. You know what I'm saying? So I can understand there's certain things he don't know to ask her for. Now, he could be more considerate to ask her what she need, but he out of town. He don't even live in the same city as her. He catching flights every other week to go see his shorty. So she mad at him because he ain't there enough, but he don't even live there. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but at the same time, she the same one that act like she ain't even want him to be a part of the... Like when she first revealed she was pregnant, she was like, we really don't need you. I'm just letting you know you finna have a baby, but you can be involved or not. I'm cool. And it sounds like she didn't give him no didn't even discuss with him whether he even wanted a child because at the end right. of the show, he said, you blew up my whole life without even talking to me. Yeah, he was kind of bogus for that, but well, she really? was bogus. To, well, for saying it, he didn't have to say that. Right, not in that moment, in that moment, that wasn't the time for that. And that's what his friend was trying to tell him. But I agree with you that she did make a decision without, that, that should be a joint decision. Well, no, you know, but like I said, that's that's where we at now in the black community, and that's why a lot of a lot of the, our black women they we feel they don't feel like anything's wrong with some of this stuff because this is just that normalized now. I think that there are a faction of women and men do too. I'm on the flip side. Men so used to it too that they think that's normal. Well, there are a faction of women that truly believe they can raise a child without a man, and that's what they actually want to do. I, I, I would, think that's exactly what Condola wanted yeah, too. I would say you that is that is you are not raising a child in the, an environment most conducive for the child. I think that's a selfish decision. It's very selfish, yeah. and it's very um, I, you know, it makes me upset because I, no one's thinking about the child. He's just thinking about yourself, yeah. and mm -hmm. then they get then they want to play. What I don't like is okay, take the selfish part away. If that's what you want to do, that's what you do. I don't like the victim. Acting after the fact. Oh, I'm doing this by myself. Ain't nobody helping me. This nigga ain't shit. Uh, hmm. Right. And see, that's and and that's and that's what he. That's the problem with their situation. She feel like she ain't getting enough help, but you didn't told the man you ain't want his help. Now he shouldn't have allowed her to do so. You know, because that's what happened to me too. Cause we weren't together, and I was like, "No, that's not that's not how this finna go." I'm going to every doctor's appointment. I don't, you can be mad at me, but you can be mad at me while I'm in that motherfucker. Now, yeah. your situation, not, and I'm not defending him, but your situation was a little different because you and her were in an actual relationship before. Even though y'all broke up, you were that was your woman. So were they? No, they were not. She played the shit out of Lawrence. You forget. That's what I said. That's what that's the whole context. Lawrence really wanted to be with her. And when he went to her friends giving things, she played him in front of all her friends like he oh, ain't nothing but a piece of dick to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? Man, I forgot. About then, he, then he like, oh, shit. And then, you know, then he kind of went back to Easter. Then she was looking kind of salty. Then she came back like, I'm pregnant. I forgot about that. Yeah, they was never in a relationship. Right. Oh yeah, she can go to hell. I forgot about that. Hey, what you can go? To, what? What? Listen, listen. Now that you reminded me of that, uh, fuck her. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And don't lose bogus because Lawrence really wanted to be with her. He was all in with her, and then and then he just she came back around after after that, like I'm pregnant, and you ain't got to you and you ain't got to have nothing to do with the baby. With that being said, he even more justified than telling her you blew up my life without talking to me and fuck your motherfucking feelings. How you feel about it? You ain't see this is the thing I have with people. When you said that wasn't the right time to say that, in my mind, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. She gave this nigga the ultimate fuck your feelings. <laughs> when she had whole I just don't think I just don't think the baby is here at this point. If you was gonna say it, you should have said it at the time that she brought it to you. Listen. Right now ain't the time for it. That's all I'm saying. As a man, he, his his feelings are valid. Let me tell you, a man, for any man listening, when we put this up on YouTube and on Spotify and all that, you're checking out the show. If you a young brother, listen, let me tell you something. This is a fact. When you have a, when you are not with the mother of your children, you are signing up for a lifetime of ales. <laughs> That's it, Joe. You That's real shit. For a lifetime of swallowing your pride, catching the ale, you can't get no get back. She get to say whatever she want to say. See, this is the thing. Unless you in a position to get your kids 50-50, which ain't always easy to do because you got to kind of be living in the same neighborhood and shit like that. That's why I couldn't do it because I ain't living in the same neighborhood and then she moved, whatever, whatever. So let, if you ain't got that, gee, you don't do number catch L's the whole time because she can piss you off. She can manipulate you. She can abuse you. And you can't do nothing in return because everything you do to her hurts your kids. You piss the mom off. She in a bad mood. Now she in a bad mood around the kids. You cut the money off. That's money don't go for the kids. You don't want to go. You don't want to go help her out or something. She asks you help for, then the kids can't do. She gonna make it seem like where well, you hurting the kids. Now she could be fucking you over, treating you like shit, disrespecting you, manipulating you, inconveniencing the fuck out of you, and you just gotta. It's almost like you just gotta keep taking that shit. Sometimes depending on the situation. Now you can jap off, depending on the type of woman. Some women want you to jap off. They want you to pop off. Like I got a very a pretty good situation with my child, but we have our ups and downs, but for the most part, it's decent. But when you ain't got the kids, Joe, that's all it is, the lifetime of L's. That's it. That's why I'll be like, Joe, I'll be telling young boy, man, don't have no kids unless you think you're going to marry that woman, Joe. Because she got you by the balls, and you can't do nothing. Nothing. So, what Just do you think up. about uh, one of our, uh, you know, group members' uh, theory that that's not Lawrence's baby. That wouldn't make sense because she told the nigga she barely even need the nigga. So why would she be doing all that? Why would I fake it? Why would I fake like it's your baby? And I done basically told you, like, like you said, you just let him, I'm just letting you know I'm having a baby. Like you ain't really necessary. Maybe she, maybe she was calculating and she thought it was because they he pointed out the fact that she had the baby, so he wouldn't expect the baby to come that early. I mean, I, I don't. I, it don't really make sense in the storyline. It me. don't. It don't either to me. But I thought that. I thought that was interesting when he said it. Like, oh, I didn't think about that. And if it's a valid. Tell you that she don't need you. She might as well tell that to the real father. Maybe she did. Maybe she said it to you and somebody else. I mean, but why even play with you like that? She. she like, People do. Come on, Lance. Like motherfuckers don't be out here doing shit like that. <laughs> but I, I, usually, there's a benefit to it. There's a benefit. What's the benefit of her telling the dude that ain't the father of the child? I don't need you, but it's your baby. 
Like you just want to hurt the nigga or something like what? Like what you getting out of this? It would be the opposite where you acting like it's this baby. You getting money from it. But to tell him having your baby and I don't need you, but I'm lying to you. Like the fuck? Well, maybe she thought that it was maybe your baby. She was could have been having sex with more than one person. She calculated in her mind that he was the father. And yeah, then we're gonna find out that it was another person. Like, no, nah, it really ain't. Like, like, not an intentional kind of like, but why you said now nah, like that? <laughs> I see out here raw dogging two different things. Hey, hey, I just see it happen. Don't act like you ain't ever seen it happen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've been a part of that bullshit. Willingly, unwillingly. Come on, man. Young nigga shit. Stop it, Tiff. Young nigga shit. Stop it. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm just making faces like you was. That's all. <laughs> I just threw my, my dick on the crap table many a night in my younger years. Just like Eddie say, goddamn it. Luckily, I was blessed to never get caught up in no real bullshit. I ain't had no unwanted children. And I got burnt one time, and that shit wasn't nothing. That was the like the 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 easy the the the, the easiest one you can get, I guess. It was the chlamydia. Right. Like that's the easiest one to get rid of. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I ain't catch nothing major and no unwanted children. Praise God. I was out here. Same here. <laughs> what? What I used to be raw dogging a listen. I raw dog one chick for a whole summer, and she told me she wasn't on birth control. And you was ejaculate inside of her. Oh yeah, you definitely was playing. Crap. It was like I can't have kids. Something wrong with me. I was just, I was just young and dumb and wild, and I had. Yeah, okay, that's all I want. You wanted to, you wanted to believe that lie. Dumb. What I tell you, dumb, dumb, <laughs> dumb. You just wanted some. You just wanted some raw vagina. I had some of that. I had I had multiple. <laughs> you, you you was greedy. Robert Johnny went hard to come by. No, I'm dumb. Go ahead. Listen, you ain't gotta add all these other adjectives. Just everything. <laughs> like you don't gotta add greedy and you was horny. It's, was, all, it's all under the dumb umbrella. <laughs> one dumb and full of cum. Absolutely. Listen, we all been dumb, dude. Was, we all if we all was honest about our sexual exploits, especially when we was younger, man, bye. Let me tell you something. Whatever you did, I did that shit to the ex to the third power. Because listen, you know who my roommate was, right? Can you imagine the escapades I went on with that son, bitch? <laughs> listen, I didn't listen with my friends. I done ended up in Decoin, Illinois, fucking with chicks. Who? <laughs> what Illinois? Decoin, Illinois. <laughs> that shit is by Carbondale. The fuck? <laughs> me, and my, me and my man fucking with a chick on some wild scumbag shit for the morning down there. What's that? My, my southern ended up in some chick crib. My motherfucking couch held together with duct tape. <laughs> Your ass crazy. Hey, my man got a chick. She, she drinking vodka to the dome. I'm talking about she got a fifth. She Knocking that shit, we said, "What's sitting there like, Joe? She faced not for the morning. She killing it. Oh my god, it was a wild night. <laughs> hey. We all got some crazy stories. Listen, we gotta have a show. No, uh, -uh I can't do it. I, I'm gonna do. I, I'm about to get married. I can't be. Uh, oh, you can't, can't do be it. telling all my stories now, and shit, to the public. 
But listen, there's a nigga in the crib when we get there, right? So we walk in the crib and buddy, listen. <laughs> what the hell? So buddy see us walk up in the crib. That my like, oh, I see what time it is. Let me go grab my bottle and get up out of here. Joe, y'all had y'all a good time, Joe. Oh wow, this was bust down central. I shook our hands and then like, oh okay, I see what time it is, Joe. Y'all got it, y'all got it. Let me grab my butt. <laughs> Damn, that's bust down central. Uh, her motherfucking ass left her coat in my car. I hung her coat on the welcome to the coin sign. <laughs> so this was a two-on-one situation? Oh, hell no. Nah. I told you he had a friend too. Oh, okay. I didn't realize her coat was in the car until we was on our way back to Northern. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, damn, Shorty left her coat. What am I do with this shit? And I see the welcome to the coin sign. I'm like, pull over, Joe. She'll find that motherfucker when she headed back out of town. Bogus. Bogus. <laughs> you go get your car and watch. You probably already got it. You already got it. You right. <laughs> it already came to your ass. I could just imagine her face when she rolled past that side. Bogus. <laughs> Too bogus. Hey, that's your hey man. Motherfucker done had some scumbag nights, Joe. Scumbag nights at NIU, baby. You already know. <laughs> I ain't even had to leave. How did we even get on this topic? What thought we was what we talking about? <laughs> done. I'm about to take my ass to bed. I'm tired. I just <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we were talking about, goddamn. I just know. I don't know. You talking about oh, we were talking about Lawrence, right? From yeah, having having babies and shit. And you got yeah, so. you got me thinking about northern where if you go to NIU. The commercial for NIU should say, if you go to NIU, you're going to have a 40% chance of having a baby, a 40% chance of getting a record, and a 20% chance of graduating. Well, I'm glad I was part of the 20%, man. Because you know most of the niggas <laughs> down there left with either a baby or a record. Or if, they did, or if they did graduate, it took their ass about six years and shit. <laughs> it took seven years to graduate and then went into construction. Or, or, or like y'all motherfuckers that was down there for five years and left out the motherfucker with nothing. I wasn't down there for five years. I was at Kish. <laughs> That's even worse. That's even worse, motherfucker. <laughs> I got on academic probation after the first semester freshman year. Got off second second semester. Got back on first semester sophomore year. And I was like, man, whatever. I, I just, I just, my, I should not, I was not mentally prepared for college. I wasn't. I had went to this all-white high school. I felt like I ain't had no fun in high school. And all I was determined to do was have a good time. Like, I hated high school. I, I hung out with a bunch of niggas from the city. And they loved high school. And all they talked about was how great high school was. <laughs> I was like, I'm in this white, especially my singing year, because I'm hanging out with G. Mill. And I'm going out to the west side and all these niggas in these city high school telling all these stories, all the shit they did. And I'm going back to this whack-ass Lions Township mm -hmm. every day looking at all these motherfucking caucasoids I got no attraction to, really. I'm like, Joe, when I get to college, over. Lost my mind, Joe. Lost my motherfucking mind. It was nothing my mother could do. Nothing. It's a damn shame because I kicked it in college, but I still balanced it. I could have hell. Like I didn't, I didn't skip a beat. I went to everything. I was kicking it. And I, I and I had a job and I still got graduated in four years, got a great GPA. 
I could have done all that. I literally chose. Listen, G used to laugh at me. I would wake up in the morning, iron my clothes to go to class, get to the elevator. He would literally be counting. And I'd come back right back to the room like, fuck that shit and go call a chick. I just didn't, I just didn't care, Joe, especially like a couple of classes I was getting decent grades in by not even showing up. Like I just was, it was, I just didn't care. I wasn't focused. I didn't care about school. I was just down there kicking it. Wasting my mama's money. Terrible. I wasn't ready. I wasn't mature enough. I wasn't mature enough. That's all. all right, man. Well, that's okay. At least you made it. You successful now. You figured out a way. You know what I'm saying? I make ten dollars. Like hour. Kanye and shit. You college dropout. Uh, <laughs> you uh, the new yay. Well, uh, we're gonna have something to talk about next week. He got a. Uh, we gonna get the uh, the second part of the interview tomorrow. We might get a a, a verdict on this Rittenhouse trial this tomorrow uh, Friday. Not guilty. It's going to be not guilty. I'm just ripping y'all, letting y'all know right now. That's what's going to happen. I mean, he might get charged with something else, something small, but it ain't going to be none of the murder and none of that. So, all right, man. Well, we'll have something to talk about next week. He going to get off. Oh, well, fuck it. I don't care. I white on white crime. <laughs> A fool. Anyway, we appreciate y'all as always. Part of my ugly everything YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Instagram. Please subscribe on. Tell your friends to subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, please, please. Because we need to get on Facebook. Hit the website up. We got some merch on there for y'all. We got some shit on sale. The part of my meddling, yeah, you know I mean. Uh, and yeah, please subscribe so we can get the fuck up on Facebook. Please, please. All right, man. What about this bitch. All right, baby. I'm gonna holler. Good night. Later. Peace.